1: Attention, please. It's time for Last Call. This is the last call, last call, last call. A behind the scenes and candid conversation from A's baseball, that's gonna be gone and it's back to back to back. Can you believe that? To mic'd up memories, to industry insights, and after dark illumination of our national pastime. Amelia Schimmel and Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back to Last Call. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Amelia Schimmel. Mm. We got red wine tonight. I'm taking two bulbs.
0: Yeah. Do you, you know how I found out that Jess wanted red wine tonight? I got a text. It was actually an audio message that said, Amelia, can you pour a bottle of red wine question mark? Well, can you open a bottle of red wine? You don't, you well, don't pour I, the entire bottle, well, is maybe. What you wanted. Yes. I read between the lines. Yeah. Between the audio
1: message lines. In my defense, it has been a day. day. And I thought I was sending you a voice to text, but it was just a voice memo. (laughs) For for the record, voice memos are everything. Yeah. Most of my best friends are in the world everywhere. (laughs) I don't know what I said. (laughs) I'm universally people know me
0: <laughs> i have many leather bound books i don't i like i my like apartment voice smells of rich mahogany
1: yeah and i i feel like oh, the anchorman so quickly so i appreciate quickly. that um and yeah so i i like voice memos a lot and i yeah. actually tweeted about this my two best friends are literally across the u.s melanie newman and danny wexelman and their voice memos are better than an oprah podcast
0: i will i will be like listening to just like lengthy voice memos that they send you not like
1: eavesdropping super hard just
0: like i hear that you guys send each other voice memos
1: and it's like next level you're living in yeah you're living in 3022 i'm telling you and you know what it is amazing in 3022 which is actually kind of similar to the score tonight (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, yeah, we need like a little chalkboard where we
0: can that was just such give a you, good, like segue. a star for that segue. Um,
1: that gave me warm fuzzies. Unfortunately though, the score was 13 to four, not the A's. The Yankees came to town. I tell you what, the A's know how to throw a welcome back party for John Carlos Stanton. Coming off the IL, um, coming in hot, um, mm-hmm. his return. And unfortunately th- things didn't go the A's way. James probably really struggled on the mound. He's been really struggling with walks. And that was something that was hurting him quite a bit. And he spoke to us actually Kotze said he was kind of getting in his own way a little bit. Caprillion confirmed that. And actually at the end of the game, Caprillion said he took full responsibility for the loss tonight. And the thing that I was very impressed with is Caprillion's matured so much over the last couple of seasons. And I've been impressed by that. Um, but we do have some really cool news. We have a live studio audience. yeah we do clara and fp are here clara has a good horn sound for us there oh it is gosh. can we give it one more time there it is we Amelia and i tried to do the horn sound and it sounded like meow, meow, meow. <laughs> yeah it just kind of looked like we were we started the horn sound and it ended kind of like tonight's game yeah. um <laughs> so you
0: were talking about cap though this is this these games mean more for him because he was drafted by the Yankees. It's personal with him. So there's a lot of pressure on him. He has pitched well against the Yankees in the past. I recall one outing in New York that he did really well kind of early on, but he's really competitive. Like you said, after the game, kind of his demeanor, obviously. Even before
1: the game, he just like, don't talk, don't talk to him. He's in his own zone and he's very old school about that. He actually took some, I don't want to say lessons, but he read like a Kobe Bryant book and, and took some lessons from that book um it was just it 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 sucked but um also some injuries happened but the guys aren't mm. too bad uh Ruiz came out a little bit of a i think a, another comeback or there was a couple yeah. comebackers that
0: happened um i think the theme of the night was exit velo in many ways Yeah, right? like 117 miles per hour off the bat and right. like a couple of them unfortunately struck our pitchers oh. um so hopefully hopefully they're okay but yeah
1: um but on the other side we wanted to talk about Greg Weissert. Weissert. Um, and I think, we think. Yeah, and the other theme of tonight was hit by pitch. There mm-hmm. was one inning, three guys were hit by a pitch, two different pitchers. But one thing that happened, and this was Greg Weissert's, was it his MLB debut? Yep. Yeah, so his, his MLB debut obviously it was shaky, so he goes back into the Yankees dugout after being pulled, and Aaron Judge sits right next to him and talks to him, and the Yes Network has um, kind of a a dugout cam in where like all the bats and helmets go. Yeah, And you can see Aaron Judge reaching for sunflower seeds and then covering up the camera because he says, well, you're trolling the losing pitcher. Totally respect that. Mm -hmm. But isn't that kind of something you sign up for? Yeah. So we were like,
0: okay, Weissert comes in first of all. I wasn't entirely sure how to pronounce his name and we couldn't get an official ruling. So he's Weissert now to me. And he comes in and he... Like you said, he hits the first batter on the first pitch, he balks, and then he hits sky bolt. And I didn't see exactly where, but kind of like on the lower half. And I think like bolt threw down his bat in anger, but it kind of looked like one of those, like, you know, about to start a brawl kind of things it was not that like bolt knew it wasn't intentional. This guy did not have any command coming in whatsoever. Like he knew he was major making his major league debut. I think he was just upset to get hit that hard in that location. And after that point, like, you could tell nobody didn't knew. Did he know it the- was
1: a major league debut? I don't know. You know, I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, like, okay. I don't know if our guys know that this guy is making his debut. Sometimes. I remember, I remember like, like a Mickey, Miguel Cabrera tipping his cap to a guy who like yeah. made his major league debut.
0: I think it was very clear that this guy didn't have control and that he wasn't intentionally hitting people, especially with them being up so much. I had with Bryce Harper too. Like right. he knew. So it's just like, yeah, you, you, you know, that it's not intentional. So it's not like, you know, not sky bolts, not throwing his bat in anger at the pitcher. He's just throwing his bat in anger. My guess
1: at getting hit so hard. And it could have been like, he was nervous. He'd be injured, injured.
0: Yeah, exactly. And at that point, like you, if you're the Yankees, you got to like realize, okay, you're going to get somebody hurt. If you cannot put a pitcher out there that can actually throw a pitch over the plate, because Mm -hmm. at that point I was like, how many of our guys are going to get hurt? That was just the thought going through my head. Mm-hmm. Now you don't like, obviously they don't know. Cause if he's making his debut, they haven't seen a ton of him. but the way that he like is, it was really weird. The way he was pitching, he was very, very closed off. And you could tell, like, it was very last minute when he actually got like centered towards the plate mm-hmm. in his delivery. So I was like, I have no idea where this ball is yeah, going. I could, and I think, you know, those, either.
1: those first game jitters. And I could imagine pitching at the Coliseum for your first time has to be a lot. Yeah. Um, I know hitters hate it there. Um, but,
0: and you were talking about trolling too. And we, we played hit the road Jack when he left because we were like, yeah, good, go, go back, practice a little bit more mm-hmm. and then come back. Um, and it's, you know, I know it's, it's, ridiculous to say like, they beat us fair and square tonight, but like, that's one of those things where so many people were getting hit by everything that night. You just wanted to see people leave the game healthy. Um, so do
1: you think it's fair for them to like, to troll with the cameras? it's not trolling
0: with the cameras. It's doing, it's, it's journalism. Right. It's like showing a guy's reaction after he has a bad game. Like you have to be willing to like show your emotion after bad games and good. They would have done the same thing if the guy like, you know, struck out the side and went in with a fist bump. Mm-hmm. So turn on the camera when the guy's having a tough day too. And for Aaron Judge to cover it up, like I get it. he's doing the veteran thing for a young guy or whatever. Yeah but don't like, let I, this guy I, I fight his it.
1: own battles. I, I'm right there with you. I respect what Judge did for sure. I honestly the, would do the exact the same thing, the principle of it, but you kind of sign up for it um, and all of that. Yeah, but what are you going to cover up the camera for the rest of his career if he can't throw a strike? Mm-hmm. Sorry. I would want, like, I would want my friends to facetune all of my photos. <laughs> if
0: you filtered all of my photos you know what i mean like i actually don't know what facetune is but um i'm just gonna pretend like i do um if you filtered all of my photos at some point i would have to say jess let, let go of this crutch i need to be seen for what i am without the filter
1: i get that i get that <laughs> um i i filter my photos it's 2022 um sheldon noisy pitch tonight he did he did i loved it
0: um not for the right reasons though I wish he had kind of like pitched in a in a game that we were winning by a lot but I really enjoy a good position player pitching like I really do it's one of those like god like it's like seeing a shooting star um I don't
1: know I, or like, I don't know uh, a, like, like a unicorn I don't think it's like any one of those things I think it's kind of one of those things like sure? remember that one time you said you saw a seagull t- <laughs> the, the chicken tender the seagull I, tossed the chicken tender to the other seagull. yeah there. I feel like it was like that like one of those things where it's not super majestic it's believable but it's rare both were majestic yeah rare unique magical I have Christine I I loved it yeah so I have I do too I love Sheldon noisy period and I love when he's He's very much a gamer. Like, let's just go. Like, let's just play. He was lights out. Sheldon Noisy has retired all eight batters he has faced this season. Five tonight, three versus Seattle on June 22nd. Might be our best pitcher this season. <laughs> we put up the Get Noisy ribbons, which I
0: was like really excited about because I had a hand in kind of the idea for those. Get Noisy indeed. We put, like, we play them for two innings with, with him pitching. But also, did you notice his PFPs? Did you notice that he made it to first? Perfectly on, a, I think it was like a three-one or whatever. I think whoever was playing for, I think it was McKinnon at first at the mm-hmm. time. I was like, look how noisy covering first. Huh? Yeah,
1: look at that athlete. PF athlete, probably the most athletic pitcher on the team.
0: Pro- well, yeah, and also you know he's like an infielder, so I guess that just is kind of he, breaks the.
1: Is he? Is he, he, he did say his favorite position to play was hitting. <laughs> Um, I believe you told me you saw somebody and there was a, a one of those beer baseball fan thing. This is
0: going to be like another one of those seagull stories where nobody believes me. Um, no, I've
1: seen some beer like that. I definitely believe the beer baseball thing over anything a seagull had, but I still had your back with the seagull thing. At some point you're going to have to accept that there was a Harlem Globetrotter group
0: of seagulls and they were tossing I do chicken accept it. to each other.
1: But I, that's the thing I believed that. So I obviously believe this too. Yeah. Okay. So this is what happened.
0: In like section, I want to say 220 or so, there was a couple and a, a foul, they were not paying attention and a, a foul ball like went above them, bounced off the wall behind them. And so their back is entirely to it at this point because they're actually facing the field and the ball's bouncing from behind them. And she had, I want to say a beer like in her cup holder and the ball landed perfectly in her beer and splashed up. So it was like, you know, World. It was like when the, the orca did like. When
1: I get in the bathtub. <laughs> no okay oh, right. <laughs> no that's why i'm so skinny um it, it
0: was it was a full like the, the beer had to be full for sure i was gonna say was there beer left in it um so what she did um was she picked it up well actually you know what i want to ask you first what you would have done in that scenario Chug so, it. yeah that's the answer i'm a lady that's and you know what she did what? she took the ball out and she poured out the rest of the beer i don't even know how my ancestors are turning in their graves like i don't even know how you justify pouring
1: out a perfectly, I don't even like beer. Um, you don't wear white after labor day. You do <laughs> chug beer after the fourth of July. Them's the rules, baby.
0: Righty tiny lefty Lucy. You chug the beer. If the baseball's in it, that's messed up death taxes and chug that beer. Yeah. Um, But you know what? I think in the heat of the moment, she didn't know what was going on. She, she was a sport too, because she was completely covered. Like I I think every single inch of her was covered in beer at that point.
1: Yeah. So it could have just been a reaction. It was, it was a
0: reaction. She didn't know what to do. She's like,
1: this beer made me like gross.
0: I hate you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: She was (laughs) anti-beer at that point. Yeah. And the ball had like ricocheted
0: off so many things that like, Lord knows what was in that beer at that point. It wasn't just like pine tar or
1: something. Um, do you think there's something extra when Yankees come to town? Oh my god this this it's besides, I'm for besides, besides you right I'm now, I'm all
0: for clamped. I'm always very extra when the New York Yankees come to town. It's very drafty, you know. It's 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 a whole thing, and the family reaches out and they're all like, "Go Yankees!" And I'm like, "You haven't followed them in years." Anyways, um, yes. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to just. No, my I whole haven't. family is originally from New York. Again, I want to point out that I am from Oakland, born and raised, but originally from New York and like Yankees it's in their blood whatever like my dad grew up across the street from Yankee Stadium like literally on Jerome Avenue across like could hear the crack of the bat every single game so I have respect for that I don't want you guys to take this out of context I have respect for the Yankee organization and growing up I was a fan of like Jeter and the history and all that stuff but I was always an A's fan first and foremost and like when they were playing each other it's A's that's it. Like, I don't think people are going to hate you for once cheering for another team. I, But you know, people did in like elementary and high school, they were like, why are you a Yankee apologist? And I'm like, well, you know, like people my, talk to you like that in elementary school. They did that. And they didn't know the word apologist. They just used it frivolously. They're like Apollo-, <laughs> Apollo. Why are you cheering for Yankees? Like that's what kept happening. And I was like, well, I, I got to tell you, like my family, they just, you know, brainwashed me, but, um, it, it, this is not that Yankees team. This is not the historic Yankees. This is like different. This is the just behemoth, like, you know, kind of just swing tree trunks kind of Yankees. And it just, it doesn't, it doesn't look anything. It doesn't resemble anything like the Yankees of my childhood and like what I used to appreciate in terms of like the history there. Mm -hmm. So I have absolutely zero respect whatsoever or not, I won't say respect. Like I have respect for every single team, but I have zero um, allegiance to this Yankee team because of my family or anything like that. So when they come to town and their fans fill the Coliseum, yeah, it's, it's great to always have like visiting fans and stuff, but like you were saying there was like some ruthlessness going on, right? Well,
1: I don't want to say it's ruthless. I will say like be, being a Yankee athlete or a New York athlete's always going to be more difficult, but it was actually FP who told me that he was watching the game. that believe the Yankees were up eight to zero And they were yelling at the the guys for striking out. Yeah, that their own team. striking out. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and um, but I, you know, I will say like I, my my best friend Courtney, when her and her husband come to town, they're Yankee fans, and they leave like really happy. Like like they like they say Ace fans are super nice to them when they're Mm -hmm. they're here, and you know they can't make it to the west, they're the East Coast that much, and they. Nobody really hates A's. Nobody really hates the A's fans. So it's just kind of like hanging out with your lovable stepbrother or something. So they always have a good time and like the atmosphere of it. And they're always leaving happy. But as far as the extra stuff, I feel like I'm a little bit more intimidated because there's a lot of extra media there. Mm -hmm. JP Sears, I never thought he would get a scrum, but he got a scrum and well-deserved because he was, of course, traded for Lou Trevino and and Frankie Montas. Speaking of Trevino and Montas got, got their own scrum. Um, and I couldn't imagine what the stark differences for them is uh, Trevino said that not only are him and Montas baby shaved right now, their faces are bare. Cause they, of course it's weird. Yeah. And I don't love it. Yeah. And um, I don't believe Trevino loves it at all. And, <laughs> but they said that he gets to work with these different types of pitching coaches and he's working on his grips and he's shoving right now. And so that alone helps, but they both got lost, finding the visiting clubhouse which is my favorite <laughs> thing to answer every time the ace trade somebody like i even asked lazardo the other day i'm like did did you know where the visiting clubhouse was he said i had no idea they don't think that side of the stadium exists because mm-hmm. they're used to the and they of course you know when you're the home team you have the entire third base side not just the dugout but you have your weight room. You have a huge weight room because both teams have a weight room. You have the huge clubhouse and theirs is the Raiders clubhouse. I think the visiting clubhouse is still um, what they had throughout time, but it was good to catch up with them. They were both very happy, but um, yeah, wish them the best.
0: Yeah. I mean, right, like Frankie, just super nice guy and he's having He's struggling a little bit so far in New York. Are we going to face him during this series?
1: I don't think. So really... no, um, it was supposed to be on Sunday. I don't think Sun- so. I think we missed that. So Sunday was supposed to be, was a possibility that doesn't look like it, but it looks like, um, yeah, because Kotze told us probably not. And then Montas wasn't sure. And I believe they announced the Sunday starter today, but it wasn't him. Yes. Um.
0: Yeah. I like what you were saying about ace fans just being awesome and like yankee fans coming in and enjoying their experience with them ace fans no baseball and when i feel like when i go to new york and i'm on the subway in an ace jersey i always get like booed for no reason at all and just disrespected and i'm not saying that's all yankee fans but like there is just this culture of like like just boo people because you can like yeah. yankee fandom and i don't love that so there's a lot that like know the history of their team and there's a lot that still think Jeter is playing
1: I will say I was talking to Martin Gallegos the MLB.com he's um, the MLB.com beat reporter for the A's oh okay yeah um, Mm, we go way we go way back I'll introduce you um and (laughs) uh the moment we heard Frankie got traded we both talked to each other and said I'm already just want to hug Montas because that is a tough fan base i was more worried about trevino but he's doing fine (laughs) and yeah um but i asked him actually about the change of scenery thing because i feel like it's such a cliche thing and he said when i was a rookie i couldn't give two craps about that but now that he's older and he's seen not only himself move and thrive he see he said that he saw a lot of guys leave the a's and do really well and he's a firm believer in the change of scenery
0: yeah, not everybody is good with that. The Sunny Grays, the Carl Plavano's of the world. Mm-hmm. Like he just, they couldn't handle it in New York. But you never know. I mean, Lou is from the East Coast. So maybe he feels like he's closer to home. Mm-hmm. I don't know. His family, it's not like a bigger trek for them to go. It's a four game set. So we're going to take three out of four is all I'm trying to say. Um, so I had, um, I wanted to say that there was like an interesting set. And I know this is, you're going to just tell me that I'm just being nerdy again, um, which is also true. But
1: when I never com- said you were nerdy. If they just think it's weird, you like numbers. They they <laughs> intimidate me. I and like- you bring algebra into it. I don't mean to sound inappropriate, but I feel like numbers and letters should be separated. My
0: <laughs> my the, my entire job revolves around numbers and letters not being separated. Just a FYI,
1: you don't have a random four in the middle of a Shay Langlier's name. Yeah. they're separated.
0: So you don't love Elon Musk's kid's name, I guess then. Do you announce to... it over the, I wouldn't know how to. See, but I would So try. don't worry about it. It's like a, a screeching. He'll probably noise. pay
1: his way to play for an MLB team.
0: <laughs> so this stat, um, I love the kind of the funny stats. They're not funny, but they're interesting stats that we put up in the stat section on the video board. And when Falefa was up with first and second, um, we put up a careers, a career with runners in scoring position stat And he in 381 games had zero homers, which I thought was wild. Kind of for love is not a huge home run hitter, but to have no homers in 381 games. And I was like, oh God, he's going to hit one now, isn't he? He did not. So we're good. But like we find fun stuff like that. And I think what's interesting too, and I don't know if people have noticed this by now, but when the visiting team, maybe I shouldn't be pulling back the curtain on this, but when the visiting team is up, we put up stats that aren't necessarily as friendly to them. We're not gonna put up like Aaron Judge batting 400 in the month of August or whatever. We're gonna put Aaron Judge batting 220, 220 with, you know, on nights that are 70 degrees or higher or something like yeah. random
1: stuff where we can find a bad stat about him. I didn't um, realize how little power um, IKF has. His ISO, oh, his okay. ISO is adorable. <laughs> brush yes
0: i have Just a tough a time baby. I'm a baby i had a tough time with isaiah kind of left his name at the beginning like when he was first coming up not because it's hard to pronounce but because every single vowel is doing something different like they're all pulling in different directions also isaiah should be should have an extra a in it I, i'm not here to judge what i get his it parents did in terms of spelling is that a pun oh
1: maybe it is now. Mm. Thank you. I will say, I remember I did text you during the game that when you said John Carlos Stanton, I got a little bit of the chills and then you were <laughs> like, you were like, are you sick? Cause, Cause sometimes I accidentally hotline
0: voice it and I was probably like John Carlos Stanton.
1: No, well, yeah, kind of, but yeah. I also like, it was just cool. Like, and I tell you this all the time. I know you think like announcing Steph is a big deal and that's true, but I mean, I feel like Aaron judge and is like, one of the best hitters of all time and you get to announce his name and Carlos Stan, like, I think he's, he had like, obviously that really solid run where he was making you know an MVP and like all yeah. these all-star runs, but he still just fascinates me at the plate. Yeah. And those are big deals, you know, that you literally get to big, in. like they are giants, even from like where I'm sitting. Yeah. Like huge. Yeah. People. I just think it's really cool. You get to announce those names. Well, and I know like I made the joke. I mean, that's not really a joke. Like, nobody's Jonah bride like let's be honest Mm-mm. but the fact that you get to say those names is really cool and even like when I write their names in my scorebook I think that that's dope you it know? is really cool I mean I really like it didn't
0: it wasn't lost on me when I first announced Mike Trout's name you know yeah I know he's a visiting player but that was really cool for me it's something I'm always going to remember um even if I didn't get to put any extra oomph into it because he's a visiting player um judge by the way the A's drafted originally mm-hmm. he
1: decided to go back to Fresno state. Do you want to hear an even crazier story? Oh gosh. Yes. So I cover the Reno aces sometimes with Zach Barody and one of his really good friends, he's older. He works in finance. Um, and back in the day, um, he's of course from like the Merced area. He had the chance to adopt two children. He adopted the not Aaron judge. I'm sorry. What? He had the chance to adopt one of two children Yeah, and he adopted
0: not Aaron judge. Like, as in, Judge was the second child that, oh
1: my God. He adopted wow. a baby girl. He doesn't regret it in the least bit. Yeah. But he could have adopted Aaron Judge.
0: Yeah. Whoa. I just don't even like just to think of like the chain reaction that would have taken place. Mm-hmm. Would Aaron Judge be like a, an amazing basketball player?
1: No, I think he's someone sort of, who <laughs> His this. I mean, this is Zach Barrett. Yeah, he's in baseball. Big, yeah. Yeah. I know, but so. you just never know like, what, like whatever butterfly effect. Oh, or for whatever. sure. I just thought it was. It, he like told me this in the middle of a broadcast. And I'm like, yeah. Um, so there's some stuff going on in the treehouse tomorrow.
0: Okay. So um, I'm super amped yet again. And I can't stop talking about the fact that bingo is a huge hit at this point. And we're now at bingo number three. First time, you know, a few, a few homestands back or whatever, not a ton of people knew exactly like that it was happening yet. We didn't really know how it was going to go. I had never announced bingo before. And like you said, letters and numbers probably shouldn't go together. (laughs) I think when I asked you before, how would you feel about guest announcing bingo? Because by the way, I would backtracking a second. We have had some celebrity bingo announcers for the couple of times that we've done it. We've had Cal Stevenson, we've had Dallas Braden, uh, Paul Blackburn
1: after he became an all-star and they just
0: surprised, they just like, they were doing ACE cast interviews or they were, you know, around even Dallas, just like hanging around and they just, you know, just went for it. And people that were playing bingo were like, oh my God, uh, Paul Blackburn's calling bingo right now. Like I might not only just win a prize, but also Paul Blackburn is calling these numbers. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. And they showed me up too, because I don't really, (laughs) they were really good at it. And I had never really called bingo before. I was like, so how does this work? Um, But letters and numbers should be my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I will be calling bingo yet again at um, 4.30 um, in the treehouse. Happy hour. Friday, happy hour at the treehouse. Lots of cool things, lots of prizes, lots of games. But when I said to you, do you want a celebrity guest call bingo? What'd you say? How many, how oh, I was high- like,
1: but how high do the numbers go? <laughs>
0: to answer your question, the numbers go to 75. I'm 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 interested. You can handle this.
1: Is, this is arithmetic that you can handle. I, I will say, like it's there, actually you don't even need to add anything. But I was actually talking to Clara earlier, and like sometimes you and I will talk and we're like, how do we talk for a living? Because like we'll like stutter and like st- yep. like I don't know the
0: things. Well, this is fueled by wine right now. So if I'm Slurring my speech then that's i can't even on.
1: blame it on wine sometimes yeah just the natural it's just like high. me yeah the natural high yeah. of losing but just thoughts. your mind works so fast yeah and so
0: you know you're clicking on all cylinders and sometimes you're just like when i say cylinders um your mouth can't move as fast as your brain does yeah happens to the best of i just us.
1: feel like this thing needs to cut catch up with this thing it's just rude at that point yeah so well so
0: okay so bingo I just I want to shout out Last Dive Bar because they have provided some incredible gift baskets they are putting together some awesome stuff like as prizes and we've got a lot of other prizes as well too a lot of like A's hats and um backpacks and fanny packs and things like that um and then there's like drink specials so it's a vibe in the tree house it's a lot of fun you'll be there I think tomorrow mm-hmm. Um, I, um, my goal basically during bingo is to, usually I'll, I'll formulate a list of kind of like fun facts about each number, but sometimes it's hard to find a fun fact about like the number 37 or whatever, but I'll be like 75 Barry Zudo or whatever. Um, you know, 24 Ricky Henderson, whatever, not just Jersey numbers um so I try to try to do that but then you
1: had to do that like after the trade deadline too I remember yeah like I I guess my 17 is gone (laughs) Jesus
0: now I gotta find another 17 um and what did I I don't know what I found for 17 now I'm gonna be I don't know I got I got like the random polls right like 11 Frank Manichino stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but like other fun facts about like Six is the number of gold gloves that Shabby won in his career, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I try to keep that interesting, like trivia-ish. And by the way, we've had trivia too, um, and that's a lot of fun. So come out early to the Treehouse on Friday, and then we've got a lot of other fun stuff this weekend, which I will just briefly mention because we'll probably talk about it more. But drone show, Nickelodeon on Saturday night, and I am like a huge SpongeBob fan and Rugrats. That is like... just. Oh yeah. God. Rugrats are my youth. And then, uh, Sunday we've of course got the street team. We've got like, I like a lot of guys coming back from that team. A lot like people that you haven't seen in a while, like the Tejadas of the world and Mulder and, um, god I'm like had a really
1: Katze was really excited when I was like well Bernsey will be here he's like oh
0: yeah uh, Bernsey will be Bernsey always adds some intrigue into the mix like who knows what's gonna happen like we're gonna be instructing him to walk on a red carpet from the dugout but there's a good chance he'll just sprint all the way up to Mount Davis and do a swan dive like who knows mm-hmm. he the might just run is- from the house to the yeah yeah he might do a triathlon on his way to the Coliseum. Yeah. You never know with that nutcase who we love very much. Yeah.
1: And I'm not in the notes. I did read it as steak reunion. The steak reunion. I was, I wanted, I'll
0: be having a steak reunion to, after the game at that point. where a steak reunites with my face. Yes. Um,
1: so hmm. I'm pretty excited about that. That's interesting. It makes me think of <laughs> for 20 straight days. I will say it reminds me of the Sandlot when he gets a black eye and he like puts the steak in his eye. Oh yeah. yeah that's what it reminds me of. Good. one one of these days we'll have to do like a favorite
0: baseball movies because the sandlot was a but tbd we'll, yeah. we'll have to think about that's it a pretty heated
1: conversation i know it gets pretty we'll need
0: something stronger than i will
1: say though that. when people say the sandlot i feel like that's a lazy answer it is and let if, you, if you've seen 25 baseball movies and that's legit your answer mm-hmm. okay but
0: then the people that say summer catch and like you get a
1: life you know I don't, has it has anybody actually said that yeah i won't name names but <sighs> Um, whoever you are you are uninvited you don't even go here (laughs) you don't even go here you don't even go here well I think we as Dane Cook once said I did my best (laughs) we tried
0: our best best. and so did the team tonight but you know no, they didn't
1: well I was trying (laughs) to be like guys like they were fighting james shot. himself said he lost it for the team yeah, was, i don't i'm not laughing no, he at that it for the like team. it was the team
0: lost it for the team it was not but it was tomorrow's not a new great day.
1: it is a new day tomorrow um but injury updates jp um pair pie-amps. yoel pyamps yeah Pyams. Yes. he has a left calf contusion sky bolt who also was one of the guys who was hit at the plate a right knee contusion will be reevaluated mm. tomorrow and a Ramon Laureano update he took Ooh. some batting practice they're going to ask him if he wants to do a minor league rehab assignment um I actually joked like Ramon wouldn't actually want to do a rehab assignment and says like you never know with Ramon mm-hmm. and I think we can end on that yeah you it's never optimistic. like you never know what we're gonna say you never know what Ramon Lamar- Laureano is gonna say that's very true or what Eric Burns is gonna do so that's very true. I'm going to let you go.
0: No, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. I would say probably I'm going to let you go, though. I'm going to so think that you yeah. need to let me let you I go. W-
1: this is a last call, last call, last call.